Blog Talk Radio.
Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Jeannie, uh, and I just want to welcome each and every one tonight, and and hope you all had a had a wonderful Thanksgiving. That you've had a good weekend and got to be with loved ones, or or if you didn't have anyone to be with, uh, just enjoyed the presence of God, enjoyed the weekend. Anyhow, let me do um, let me do a quick sound check. My internet there for a while tonight. I didn't know if I was even going to be able to do the program because I couldn't get my computer to even log on and pull up the. It, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even come up. So I spent a good while just trying to get it up. Let me see here. Greg, can you hear me tonight, sweetie? Yes, ma'am, I can. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right. Um, I deal with this afternoon. I had to, uh, I got to spend quite a bit of the day by myself today. My husband had to go one direction and I had to go to Longview today to, for a dental appointment and just, you know, I had a nice drive and was out by myself some and I enjoy some of that. But it gives me an opportunity when I don't have, you know, 97 chores on my plate and someone, you know, around me all the time just to reflect on uh, what the Lord, you know, is speaking to my heart and things that he's showing me and just things that, um, things that I notice, you know, and I got to thinking, of course, I think the holidays, we do that more, particularly, you know, if you're like us and so many of your family have already passed on and people that you used to gather with are no longer here and maybe some you used to gather with just don't want to gather with you anymore, you know, um, that, that, you know, I got to thinking about what the Lord said. I, you know, in Levit- Leviticus twenty twenty six, it said, And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. Now, you know, he was talking about a nation there. But we see so much in the word of God and in life how the Lord, we go through seasons that, and some of them very long seasons, that the Lord does separate us to himself, and he separates us um, just away from other people. I mean, he may separate you from family, from friends, you know, and just be totally, you know, really just be alone, maybe have a spouse or something like that, but be, you know, basically be alone. And I've, you know, I was looking at the word, and I thought, how many times in the word don't we see how the Lord pulled people uh, to be just with him, pulled them, pulled them away. And I thought, you know, it's in so often in those lonely times or those alone times that we really build that, that a relationship with the Lord. You know, because when we're with other people so much, uh, typically our attention is on them and with them. And, uh, you know, we end up so often we can end up even feeling like, you know, that our completeness is with this group of people, you know, with our family or with friends or with a certain church group, you know, that it's like that's where we feel complete, you know, is when we're in, when we're with, quote, quote, our tribe. You know, you hear people all the time say that now, you know, I found my tribe. And that's, you know, it's that's nice. I mean, it's wonderful if you have a, a group of people that the Lord has connected you to. You know, in my personal life, I, God has connected me at times and then disconnected me. And then he connected me somewhere else for a while and then he'd disconnect me. 
uh, and it was like, you know, it would come and go. It would There would be an assignment. There would be a purpose behind it. And I would be joined to a people, or Hollis and I both would be. You know, he would call us to serve uh, in different places and sometimes just to be joined with others. And then there would come a time that he would separate us. Um, and it wasn't, you know, that's not to say it was a bad thing. It doesn't say there was any fussing or anything like that. 90, 99% of the time there wasn't. But, um, you know, just an observation of how God does that. And I was thinking all in the word of like, you know, you look at Joseph that was sold into captivity, you know, sold into slavery by his brothers, taken away from his family, you know, over in a different nation and really alone. You know, he might have been in prison with other people. Things like that. I mean, he was alone. He had no one there but the Lord to really lean on. And particularly when uh, Pharaoh's wife, you know, lied about him, uh, and and even turned the, the 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 king against him, so to speak, during the time because he had favor with the king, but then she lied about him, you know, and, and had him thrown into prison. And there, um, you know, he still he was leaning on the Lord. I mean, he's leaning on God for everything. There was nobody he could really turn to for anything but God. You know, I think of John the Baptist in the wilderness. You know that he was a voice crying in the wilderness. You know, that certainly sounds, he was out there all by himself. You know, we don't see anything where he was married, had kids, anything like that. He was out there all by himself, just him and the Lord and those that would have crossed his path that maybe he preached to or or proclaimed to. You know, thought about the time that Jesus was sent into the wilderness. And, you know, on the other side of all of these things, you know, when Jesus came out of the wilderness, there was a new, you know, there was a, a greater authority on him. There was a greater, uh, a greater level of power there. Even though, I mean, he was God's son always. And it says, after, you know, we know in the word it says when we're baptized with the Holy Spirit. Of course, the word says he was given the spirit without measure. But he still was baptized by John the Baptist. And the spirit, you know, the spirit of God in the shape of a dove came and lit upon him, and the voice of the Lord said, you know, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And we see, we go through those seasons, we go through those times of of being alone, those times of of where it's just God. It's just us and the Lord. And so often that's the place of growth. That's the place of really developing that um, that that knowing that God is with me, that knowing that, God will get me through, that I, I can't lean. Sometimes we can't lean on anybody else. You know, sometimes there may not be somebody else to call for prayer. You know, you look at people in some of these other nations where it's, you know, like China and stuff where they, they can be arrested for their faith. They don't they don't always have someone that can call for prayer or someone or to come lay hands on them or to prophesy over them. And it's very much a depending upon God. But you, you, you look in the word. Now, in the case of um, Abraham, you know, he had his wife and, and whatnot. And the Lord had told him not to take anything with him, and, but he did take his nephew. And, of course, that ended up being problems. But the Lord called him to, to separate himself from his family, to separate himself from those that were familiar. 
and separate himself from his homeland and to go to a place that he had never been. I mean, God called him out. Now, his wife went with him, but his, God called him out to be separated unto the Lord, out to a different place, out to a new place. You know, you look at David when he was running from Saul and hiding in the caves and the mountains and things, you know. It was him and God. You know, and I think most of the time our flesh wants to uh, kind of fight against that, you know, because we're, uh, we are we have that comfort zone with groups. We have that comfort zone uh, with the friends and family and those that we've been around. We have that comfort zone of, of knowing, okay, I've got, I've got people around me. You know, there's a lady, lady that... Uh, I'm not really around her much anymore. I, I rarely ever see her, but she uh, she used to be in a, a, a little church, ladies' church group I was around some, and she had been good friends with a lady, and that lady had kind of just dropped her and quit being friends with her, and she would tell the stories. She would say, she said, I told the Lord, I said, God, I've got to have somebody, you know, and others talking about she, she just had to have another lady friend to be best friends with, and she said, I've got to have someone, Lord. I've got to have somebody. Uh, and the Lord showed her the face of another lady that I know. Uh, she didn't know at that time, but the Lord showed her her face. And then when she met her, she said, oh, that's the one, the one that la- the Lord showed me. And, you know, when I heard her tell that story, it was an amazing, uh, really neat story in some ways. But on the other hand, you know, I found myself in my heart thinking, I don't want to feel like I have to have a person. You know, it, it's, we, you know, it, it's it's in us to, you know, God has called us to walk beside people at times and be connected to people at times. But that sense of, of like I've got to have somebody. I thought I don't know that I would like, you know, would like that feeling. I would want to at least think that I could be, you know, connected to God and and just you know knowing we know that the Lord is enough. <laughs> We know that God is our is our everything, that he's our source and he's our Jehovah Jireh and our Jehovah Shalom. You know, we know that he provides everything. You know, but I, I see in the word too many times where people were called out by themselves, you know, and then with the Lord. And then, you know, let's see, God connected them later or he put them back with people but there were so many times that people were called out basically alone, just them and God, to really establish that that relationships and that dependency, that knowing that if I have nothing else, that God is enough. You know, if I have no one else, <coughs> excuse me, then God is enough. Let me get straight back quick. And I think those are those can be difficult seasons, but also very rewarding seasons and seasons of tremendous growth. You know, times when we we really can, you know, when we are alone, and that we can just listen to the Lord and not be distracted um, with every other thing, because, like I said, we can we can almost feel like that we're uh, that we're that we're only complete 
when we're connected with a particular group. And that's honestly not true. It's honestly not true. You know, when the Lord has called us to be with a group for a period of time, um, I mean, you'll fit right in and it'll, it'll it, you know, it, it's a great feeling. It, it's a great feeling that when God does connect you and when God has called you to be somewhere, particularly when there is a, and there's, well, I say particularly, there's always a purpose. There's always a purpose in it that God has us connected with people. But it's a good feeling. You know, it's a good feeling to belong. It's a good feeling to have those around you that are like-minded or of like spirit. Um, you know, and we have fun times with that. You know, like I said, there's been so many times that the Lord has connected us to, to certain churches, church groups or churches. Um, and I promise you, every Christian out there, God will have you serve. You'll never lead until you serve. I'll put it that way. Yeah, you, you, you will never step into a place of leadership without first serving under others. That's just the way the Lord works. That's the way, you know, we, whether some want to call it paying your dues or whatever they want to call it, it, it's just we learn humility, we learn submission, we learn how to honor others, we learn how to um, just just be o- obedient in that way, obedient to the Lord, obedient in, in being committed. You know, and being honorable, and you know how to uh, to step up and do things like that, and, and then later God elevates us into places that that we get to mature into other roles and places of leadership and things like that. But I don't think there's a person in this world if you're called by the Lord, and everyone is called in some way, that you will not you'll have to serve. You know, you will have to serve some because that's just the way the order, the way the Lord does things. Uh, he's wise in that, so wise. And it's good. You know, it's good. We learn under others. We are mentored under others. Uh, but it's it's a uh, it's a level of learning to be committed. You know, to stick in there and be committed into. Swallow our pride to even do things maybe we don't want to do at times. But then there are those times that the Lord pulls us out, you know, and some, you know, you see some that are really not not willing to come out. They're not willing to be alone. They're not willing to to move when the Lord wants them to move because maybe they're like, well, I've been going to this. My grandmother went to this church and I've been here for 40 years, you know. And it's like, hi, you better go where God wants you to go. Because one, he's going to bless you where he sends you. But he also is going to have purpose. It may be one of the greatest connections, blessings you've ever received. Or he may be sending you somewhere to be a blessing, to help someone else. It may, you know, both ways, it's a huge blessing. Whether you're sent somewhere else to be a blessing to someone and to help them, or whether you're sent somewhere else to be blessed and to receive from the Lord. And many times it'll be both. But, you know, sometimes we'll find ourselves thinking, well, we did something wrong or it, when we find ourselves by alone, you know, when we find ourselves not with a group of people. But, you know, as I look back through the Word and even in the natural 
you know, so often it sounded like Catherine Kuhlman was by herself quite a lot. You know, I know she had her team members with her crusades and things like that. But I think by and large, a whole lot of her life was alone. Uh, I know I've heard Benny Hinn talk about when he became a Christian, of course, living in the Middle East, they didn't, you know, they didn't receive that. And I think pretty well uh, he took a chance on being completely thrown out of his house, you know, as, as a young man of being being rejected and thrown out of the home and disowned as a, as a son by becoming a Christian. And I don't know that they ever completely threw him out, but I know he did go through, uh, he went through some uh, turmoil there for having become a Christian, you know, and some of them, they could be killed, you know. So, you know, in some of these other countries with these Muslims, the personal thing rather than just, you know, against the law to be Christian, they take a chance on, on not only being completely disowned by their family and being alone, but they take a chance on being put to death. You know, so it's uh, very interesting and, and just something the Lord had, you know, I said something that was on my heart today, something that I got to thinking about. You know, I've heard Randy talk so much about, and you guys have too, about... Uh, about rejection and the Lord telling him that he was made for rejection. And and uh, I know he's gone through rejection with family members and things like that uh, because his beliefs were different than, some, than basically what he was raised with and some of the others. And, uh, you know, I was blessed in that way. I mean, my my dad's parents were, were spirit-filled and uh, my mom actually became spirit-filled from, you know, from that uh, connection to his parents, even though dad wasn't actually even saved until he got to be an old man. But, uh, but you know, it was in his family. So, you know, I was raised uh, charismatic my whole life. So that was a blessing, you know, to be raised around that like that. But, um, you know, in Randy's case, coming out of the Baptist, you know, Baptist raising, you know, some of them thought he was crazy or had lost it when he becomes spirit-filled and became on fire for Jesus. You know, and you see that, that happens a lot. I mean, that, that really happens a lot with families that come out of a different uh, different way of believing. But it was when I have considered the word of how many were called out by themselves, how many were separated by themselves, you know, for the work of the Lord, for the work of the ministry. And how alone it must have felt at times. But yet what great things God did in them and through them from all of that. Let's see. Yeah. Here in First Peter, uh, it says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. It says, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. You know, and there's actually a, a number of scriptures about just being separated under the Lord. But anyhow, I think here at the, at the holiday season of knowing, you know, 
there are a lot of people that are alone. There's a lot of people that feel alone. There's a lot of people that are separated from from loved ones and and separated, you know, maybe friends that have dropped by the wayside and have, have ceased to be friends. Um, I'm sure many people that are in the armed forces, you know, feel a loneliness of being separated from the ones they love. But that's even that's different than being separated under God, of God actually calling you out and separating you into himself for work that he has called us to do and separating us at times for that growth period. You know, it's amazing to see how God works in those times and how sensitive when we don't have the distractions of others around us. You know, I think we talk to God more when we don't constantly have other people around us to talk to or to chit-chat and how sensitive our hearts become to the voice of the Lord. How sensitive we become to his nudgings and his his calling and his uh, just communing with us to his spirit. You know, and we're all called to spend time in our prayer closet. We're all called to pull aside, but, you know, those are things that usually would might take an hour here or two hours there. Whereas when you're actually you know, actually alone a lot. Then you'll tend to commune with the Lord, you know, all the time. And it develops a, a really deep relationship, a really deep awareness of God's presence, a really deep awareness of that you belong to Him, that you're His. And that He is the one that sustains us and He is the one that's got a plan for our life. He is the one that gets us through from day to day. And he's the one that will uh, complete our faith. He says he's the author and finisher of our faith. So in him. That's all I'll, that's, that's all I'll say about that tonight. Just something on my heart. I said something to think about, something on my heart. And uh, just as I thought about the Word and all the different ones in the Bible that so often were called out by themselves, called out by the Lord, pulled away from the rest of the uh, rest of the people. And what tremendous, in many cases, what tremendous giants of faith they became, what um, tremendous things God did in their lives, did through them, used them. Amen. All right, I'm going to play another song and write down uh, the rest of these numbers, and then we'll take callers. You are not hidden. Never been a moment you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. 
Father, I thank you for each and every one tonight, Lord, and I just ask, Lord, that you prepare our hearts to receive from you. Lord, open our eyes to see and our ears to hear. Lord, we ask for understanding. Lord, we ask for wisdom. Lord, we thank you for your love, and we thank you, Lord, for, for wanting us. Lord, when we yet were unlovely, you loved us. Lord, when we were lost, you loved us and you wanted us. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that your word says that you'll never leave us, you'll never forsake us. And Lord, you love us with an everlasting love. 
In Jesus' name, amen. All right. 502-548. How you Good sir? evening, Jean. How are you Pretty doing? good. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. I have, I have uh, Jennifer's on. I merged her in, so she's on the call with us. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, sweetie. How are you doing tonight? Hi. Pretty good. Good. Good, good. Hold on a second here. Oh. All right. Well, I, I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I don't know if you got to spend it together or not, but I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We did. We got to spend it together. I went up there and spent the spent Thanksgiving with her and her parents, and and she and I were able to get away for a couple of days and visit some of her friends and go spend some time with each other and with God and uh, and places that have special meaning to us and things that mm-hmm. God have places that God directed us to. So yeah, it was a, actually quite an amazing weekend. Wonderful, wonderful. You've had a you've had a busy driving weekend too, then. But that's awesome. Yeah, driving there, driving back, and then you know some of the driving in between. But it was yeah. certainly worth it. Oh, I bet, I bet. Wonderful. That's great. Is it? I guess y'all probably had some of the weather up there. I don't know if you have or not. Uh, over the weekend, it was a little chilly, but it was beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Never saw any any kind of bad weather. Um, about five minutes after I left, I started to saw a few raindrops, and then uh, it rained on me about half the drive home. But other than that, while while we were there, it was beautiful. That's neat. Yeah, we, it, it we was cold here yesterday. I we um, actually we had a cow show yesterday uh, that we had to go to the little girl showing our one of our heifers, and then showing a uh, you know some that she bought from us, and it was so cold. We like to froze at that. Expo Center, but uh, yeah, we got we're getting that tonight here in uh, in Louisville. It's supposed to go down to 22 tonight. Yeah, yeah, I I think I think the the low got down to 29 or something, but it was just freezing because there was a wind coming in the building and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so cold. I don't like the cold. <laughs> I'm not a cold either. weather person. Uh, I'm not either. Uh, okay, well, let's pray for you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for. For Greg and and Father Lord, I thank you for Jennifer and Father. I just thank you, Lord, for the growth that's been in their life, Lord and and Lord, I thank you, Lord, how that you have pulled them. I said that God has like pulled y'all individually. He pulled y'all. It's almost like I seen Greg like catch you by the collar, and and like it's like He's pulled y'all back for some reason. He's pulled y'all back for uh, a time, and. Like spoken to you and and had those father father son talks father daughter talks like it's, it's like I can just like as father as father God pulling you to himself pulling you pulling you aside pulling you back and and having a talk with you. You know, I don't know about you, but you know my father didn't really do that any. Now if he talked to you, he usually talked to you with a switch, but. Uh, my mother, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes all those parents and those loving parents, they'll, 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 they'll pull us back and just have those uh, grown-up kind of talks with us. You know, you might be a teenager or something, but have those those serious grown-up talks with us. 
uh, and just words of wisdom and, and words of uh, common sense too. But but those those mature conversations that that a that a loving father has with us and um, you know that scripture we walk by faith not by sight comes to mind and, and I and I'm sensing this for both of y'all that we walk by faith not by sight but you know and this one like I said this word it seems like it's more kind of a a word that applies to both of y'all that the Lord has has dealt with y'all and has talked to you and I don't mean do- dealt with you harshly I just mean that he, that he has 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 shared with your hearts and shared with your uh, the way you think of analyzing things um, to analyze things more through the spirit and through the leading of God and not so much how things look or how we perceive them to look. You know, uh, I would have to look at I'd have to look it up. I think it, the, the scripture about uh, that we judge not the flesh according to the flesh, but you know, as, as children of God, as put in my words, as children of God, you know, we 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 judge things by the Spirit, uh, because the Spirit of God truly understands. The, tr- the Spirit of God truly knows. You know, only God knows the hearts, but the Spirit of God understands uh, a correct reading on things. It. It understands, you know, Holy Spirit understands what's uh, what's really going on. It understands really where the heart is and where the mind is. Whereas it, we'll look at things in the uh, in the natural, and we can wrongly judge things at times. We can wrongly, uh, I would like, you know, I would I would say jump to a conclusion because of our experiences of the past. We will see things at times, and we will. Uh, we will misjudge it, or we will we will wrongly discern it, you know, because of our experiences, our human experiences, and there's a sense that that the Lord has really, in both of y'all's cases, has uh, has matured you both in areas, and, and this may or may not have to do all with just one another. I mean, it could be in, in many areas, in jobs and family, and just any number of things, but that the Lord has. Uh, has dealt with both of you more and more on um, growing with him and understanding and not developing an opinion sometimes until we uh, until we consult with him until we talk with him about it um, it's a it's a little different situation I remember here a few years ago I had a friend and it was someone at that time I was close friends with uh, and they had a, a little small ministry, just a little personal ministry, but they were, were getting their 501c3. And so they asked me, they said, well, would you be on my on my board? Because they had to have, you know, so many people, you know, they had to do, actually develop, you know, like a board and stuff like that. And because we were friends without even thinking, I just said, sure. And I tell you what, the next few days, uh, I very much sense the Lord, you know, going, you didn't consult with me about that. You didn't ask me if it was okay to be on their board. You just said, sure, because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, they're a good person and they're in ministry and, 
you know, in like I said, a personal ministry, not a church or anything like that. Uh, and and just would us, you know, honestly, just in my human thinking, didn't even didn't even hesitate when they said, well, would you be on my board? And I said, well, sure, you know, we were good friends. And then the Lord kind of pulled me up short on that and said, um, you need to come ask me about stuff like that. And the Lord let me know at that time that I could own that that temporarily. I was, he would allow me to be on that, but that I was not going to be on that for a long period of time. And, and basically don't do that. Don't do that again. Don't, you know, don't say it's okay. And just assume that God's good with it. Consult him. And, uh, you know, as it turned out, I think I stayed on the board for maybe a year, maybe a hair over a year and then really felt to get off and did. Uh, and just know that that was the Lord, but, you know, sometimes in our own thinking, we will think one thing, and and God just leading us and guiding us to come consult with Him. And like I said, this is not a uh, this is not God reprimanding y'all or anything. This is something that I sense the Lord has already done. That God has has grown you guys and talked to you guys and. Um, has worked in your hearts to really let him, you know, let him make the decisions and let him guide you through things because sometimes it does go against our natural thinking. It sometimes it does, you know, our as we're trying to figure things out, sometimes it will go against what we think we know or what we think would be the natural order of something. I hope that makes some sense. But, uh, oh, that pretty much describes the last five, six weeks of where we've been. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like absolutely spot on. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Like God was just walking you through that and saying, this is what I've been doing with them for the last five or six weeks. Wow. Okay. Thank you, God. <laughs> I think it's been the last like five or six months for me, but <laughs> but yeah, Absolutely. Possibly one of the most spot-on accurate words I've ever received. Well, the good thing is that the sense was that God had already done that with y'all. So I would Mm -hmm. say in that sense that you guys have, have, um, have graduated to another level in that because God has been doing that with y'all. And, um, (laughs) we all go through, we all go through those, those lessons and those seasons where, you know, it's like we go from one grade to the next grade or, you know, we pass a test. You know, it, it's like, we okay, we've, God's brought us up another notch because he's teaching us something else and showing us something else. And uh, like I said, just like when I told a friend just because we were good friends and she's like, will you be on my board? And I'm like, sure. You know, and then later God's like, um, excuse me, you didn't ask me if you could do that because he knows the beginning from the end and I don't. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, that was a good case. Uh, he caught me by the collar and pulled me back and was like, let me talk to you a little bit, girl, <laughs> about how we do things. And I'm the one in charge. And, you know, I, you know, I know, you know, he knows things I don't know. And he, you know, he knows what his plans are for me. And it's not always just because somebody wants me to do something and they go, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, you know, we all go through that stuff, but Praise the Lord. Well, is there anything in particular you guys were wanting prayer about or any uh, testimony, anything you were wanting to discuss? Jennifer? 
I mean, I think I can speak for both of us. I feel like we both feel like we're in God's will, but um, that he would just continue to lead and guide and reveal himself and his plans and purposes, the next steps. And, you know, um, what you said, graduation, like a whole new level, that pretty much sums up, I feel like, what, you know, this past, four days we spend together, the accumulation of that is just like a relationship on a is on a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Cool. Over the last month it's just amazing what God can do. But Yeah. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. Well Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you're just in the middle of this situation and 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 working and and uh, Lord, bringing your plan together. And, and, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for having your good pleasure in their lives and in, in the middle of this relationship, Lord, and that in all of it, Lord, they want your will. Father, they they want to be led by you and, um, Lord, for you just to take the reins in all of this uh, and that they just go where you call them, step where you step, step, you know, walk in the path that you have called them to, Lord. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for giving them wisdom and giving them joy. Lord, giving them uh, clarity in everything that they do and every step they take, Lord, that they would just stay right in step with you. Lord, not get ahead of you and not lag behind you. Lord, that they would just have uh, such a clearness of mind and heart that they can hear your voice clearly, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for bringing agreement together with you because we can be agreement with one another and and not be in agreement with God. And Lord, we want to always be first of all aligned and in agreement with you and then in alignment with one another in agreement with you. Because Lord, as they say, a threefold cord is not easily broken. So Father, we just thank you and, and thank you for all you've done and all you are yet doing in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you. How how is your, uh, it seems like your son keeps coming to mind a little bit. How is your son doing? Mine? Yeah. Um, Colin, he's, oh, well, He's on a, he thinks he's on a spiritual journey, but I feel really like it's uh, like he's just moving farther and farther away from God. You know, the more he's very intellectual and he, he's just reading a ton of books, unfortunately not the Bible. Um, and I just feel like all this information is just really um, led him away from the one true living God. So, yes, if you could keep him in your prayers, all of our children. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. You know, they just seem like yeah. he, he's just coming to mind for some reason. You know, I've not talked to you about him in a good while, uh, but it yeah. seemed like he was coming to mind. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, just revealing yourself to Colin, Lord, in, in, in a supernatural way. Lord, beyond his intellect, beyond his book knowledge, 
beyond the influence of others. Lord, that you would visit him and that he would just have an encounter with you, Lord, that is so supernatural that he can't explain it. He can't explain it away. He can't try to use uh, any kind of knowledge that he has, any kind of uh, any anything, Lord, that, that would explain away him Lord but he can just in bold wide-eyed belief not wide-eyed disbelief but in wide-eyed belief behold you Lord the one true God and Lord that there just be an awakening to him Lord that he is made in your image that he was created to be your child with purpose and destiny, Lord, with giftings and calling, and Lord, to make an impact in this world, an impact in the spiritual realm in this world, in, in that realm, Lord, not just with a good job or, or anything else, Lord, but an impact for God in this world. Lord, that would give him a whole new outlook on life of knowing that God created him for godly purpose and for eternal, eternal impact, eternal uh, rewards, eternal lasting things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're um, welcome. That's a, that's a heavy, um, my heart's you know, burdened, really burdened for his salvation and thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, intellectual people are, are a little different. You know, I know, you know, for years I worked with, with veterinarians and whatnot, you know, doctors, and they, uh, goodness, some of them can, it's like they, they really wrestle uh, with getting beyond that sometimes, you know, with mm-hmm. getting beyond the science of things sometimes and all of that. Uh, and the logic, they it seems like their mind really, they're so used to, to living in a logical realm that they wrestle with it. So, so, but nothing's too hard for God. <laughs> no, no. Totally. Not at all. And, and he, was, he was the one, you know, he was my, you know, when I think the turn of what, 20, well, the year 2000, uh, he just, you know, I had to baptize him in my sink. He was so, he just wanted the Lord Jesus. So I know God is going to turn him around again. So, yes. Believe that. Marked for the Lord. We just declared yes. marked. A planning of the Lord. A planning of the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Well, it was good talking with you, too. And uh, as always, I love you too and and, uh, hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you. We love you too. All right. Well, y'all have a great night. Thank you. Night. Seems like I'm thirsty tonight. All right. Nine, five, four, five, eight, oh, I believe this is Carolyn. 
Yes, it is. Good night. Hi, boo. There's a lot of noise there for a minute. <laughs> How you doing, hon? <laughs> you still there? I'm there, thanks. Okay. Giving okay. God thanks. Yes, I am. All right. Well, anything on your heart you want to share tonight, sweetie? No, no, no. I'm just okay. grateful. No, I understand. Me too. Okay, well, let's just pray for you. Father, I thank you for Carolyn, and Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for just her genuineness of heart, her 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 desire to connect with you, Lord, in in a on a very real level, a very uh, uh, a very close level, Lord. Just her her heart's desire to hear you uh, to hear you so plainly, Lord. Just that desire, Lord, that that just as, as she and I would hear one another on this show tonight, that she has a desire in her heart to hear you, God, uh, just uh, in, in that supernatural way that she knows beyond a shadow of a doubt, Lord, that, that it's not her mind, it's not her thoughts, it's not things she's heard other people say, but that desire to hear you clearly, that to have to have that knowing inner gut, just that I know that I know that I know that I've heard God. I know that I know that I know that the Lord has directed me in my life. I know that I know that I know that he is directing my steps, that he has told me, you know, just that, that, that desire in your heart to absolutely know that, that the things that you're doing, the God, the things that God has called you to do, that you're hearing you know, that you're, you know, because sometimes things will come to mind that we've heard other people say, uh, and we'll think, well, you know, those, those voices, you know, those words will come back up and we'll think, oh, is that God? And then think, well, wait a minute, I heard somebody say that before. Is, am I, am I just thinking that because I heard someone say that, but am I actually hearing the Lord? And it, you know, it can, we all go through times that we're questioning, is this just me? Is this my own thoughts? Is this the thoughts of the enemy? Is this something that's uh, like a memory recall that I've heard others say and it's coming back up in my spirit because it planted? Uh, but sometimes there's that knowing in our gut, that knowing, you know, and the word says that like that's the seat of where the spirit of God is, is in our like in our belly, because this is out of our belly will flow rivers of, of living water. You know, that's where like the seat of the, the of Holy Spirit is. That's where like the, uh, where our spirit is seated there. Uh, and there's sometimes there's that knowing in our gut. There's just that knowing of, I know that I know that I know. You know, people say, knowing it in your knower, that I know that I know that I know that I'm in the right place. And, and I just, and I get that, um, that's I'm getting I'm hearing that same scripture that I mentioned to Jennifer uh, a planning let me pull that up a planning of the Lord uh, let me see here okay uh, it says and Isaiah it says and they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Awesome. That's, and that's what, uh, like, I'm sensing of, uh, for you is like, 
that you are a, a planting of the Lord, like, like an oak of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, um, that where you are is not by mistake, where God has put you is not happenstance. Uh, you know, they say in the Hebrew language, there's not even such a word as coincidence, that that word doesn't even exist in the Hebrew language. So that you you are planted by the Lord. You know, you are his and planted where you are. He has planted you there to show to show forth his splendor, to, to be uh, to be in a, to be a witness in the earth where you are, to be a witness around those that you are around, to be. Uh, a display of God's love, a display of God's grace and God's favor even upon your life. But Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Carolyn, Lord, that you uh, that you have called her, that you have chosen her, Lord, that you have continued to bring a boldness into her life, Lord. Uh, and I sense that's a place that you have uh, that has that maybe you've wrestled with, uh, that's not been has not felt like you that that being that being bold hasn't not always felt like that was a part of who you were uh but that a godly boldness and, and you know we don't ever want to mistake being being uh overbearing as being bold that's not the same but that, but being bold for God just that boldness of knowing who we are in Christ and that boldness of knowing that we're we're in the place that God has called us to be. And that doesn't mean that the, the where we are now, that doesn't mean that that place never changes. It just means that for the time that we're in, that we're in the correct place. And that we can hold our head up and, and just declare the goodness of God and, and feel confident, feel loved by the Lord, feel feel his presence with us, feel that, you know, just know that God is with us because he has planted us where we are. He has put us where we are for that period of time and that he's going to boldly go with us and walk with us and and uh, use us every moment of every day, that he's going to use you to be, that your life be a witness to others. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Carolyn. I thank you, Lord, that, that uh, just a boldness of spirit, Lord, that you're developing within her, a, a boldness of heart and a confidence not Lord, not a confidence in herself, but a confidence of that she's your child, that she's yours, and that you're with her, Lord, and that she is well equipped for what you have called her for. Lord, you equip us for what you call us for, and that she is not lacking in any in any way that she already has within her through the Spirit of God to accomplish everything that you're calling her to do. And, Lord, that as new things come her way, Lord, that these things, uh, the things of God, as uh, there's some things that open up as we get to that spot. You know, there are some giftings and callings and things that they're already within us, but they don't, they don't become activated until we, sometimes until we get to that point of God's like, okay, now I'm ready to use you in this area. Now I'm going to develop this and bring this forth. Uh, and as we use the, as we use those things, then they mature and they become stronger. But sometimes some things are just not activated because we're not to that point yet. We're not. It's not that time yet. We haven't entered that season yet. But as we enter those seasons, 
you know, because sometimes we'll look at something down the road and think, oh, goodness, I, there's just no way I could do that. I would never be comfortable doing that. I wouldn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, you hear some people say, there's just no way I could ever get up in front of people and talk. But yet when that season comes that God says, get up in front of people and talk, he's already prepared our hearts and he's matured us that when that day comes, then then at that time we're like, okay, God's with me. No, I'm fine doing this because God's coming to do it. You know, but if we look down the road, it's something that's, that we're, we're spiritually, uh, mentally, whatever, not there yet. It will look too big. But see, God always calls us to things that are bigger than we are because he wants us to know that it's he that does it within us. But yet when we get to that point, we'll be able to lean on him and say, oh, God, I'm okay. I, I, you're with me. I can do this. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Carolyn and all you're doing in her. And, Lord, I just speak a blessing over her. Lord, I speak a blessing over her relationships. Lord, I speak a blessing over her heart and over uh, her provision, over her job, Lord, over her home. And I thank you, Lord, for just using her to be uh, a witness of you in every place that she goes. Lord, that her light will shine, that her life will shine. Uh, Lord, and that she would just have the peace of God, Lord, that would just cloak her, that it would just surround her and cover her every day of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much. That was so encouraging because as you spoke, I'm like, those are like the same things that I've been asking the like to do, you know, just be glorified in my life. Let my life represent him. And yeah. even I was thinking about my relationships um, and the importance of who we are connected to. And um, I just wanted to be, I just want to be a blessing to others while I'm growing in God. I just want his plans and his purposes for my life to be manifested. And even when you spoke about the boldness, yes, that. Okay. You're, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. I don't know if you've moved around or. Okay. Are you hearing me? No. I, I heard it was, and then you started breaking up in about the last minute. Oh, I'm okay. I'm not hearing you now. Where I don't know if, like I said, I don't know. If Are you hearing moving. me now? I, I am now. Yes. Okay, good. I was just saying that I was just blessed by the word. It's really encouraging. Thank you. You're you're more than welcome, hon. You're more than welcome. Yeah, I heard part of it, and then it was. It was like you just kind of weren't there for a second, and then you came back, and then you would be gone again. So, um, internet okay. strange. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. Was there anything in particular, sweetie, that you wanted prayer about? Hello? Hello, I think I lost you again. Just kindly pray that God will grant me the wisdom in order to understand the concept in 
so that I will be just successful. Thank you. So, Father, we just come together in agreement, Lord, that Lord, that you would just uh, bring a, a refreshing to her mind, Lord, a, a refreshing to Carolyn's mind, Lord, that it just there just be uh, like a new sharpness, a new uh, just a new level of recall and understanding and wisdom, Lord. Uh, I, and that's strange to say a refreshing of your mind, but you know. Sometimes we, you know, how they'll say refresh your computer, you know, hit your, hit your refresh mm-hmm. because some of the, mm-hmm. pages will get, the pages will get kind of jumbled up and things will start sticking, you know, as, as you're trying to look at different things on the computer and it's like it'll get stuck in a certain spot and they'll say refresh that page, you know, and it will right. like, and it'll bring like the new updates and, and it'll bring it, it'll bring it where it needs to be. And some of the clutter and some of the being getting stuck goes away. I've never, I've never, I've like, it's like I've never had the Lord give me, I've never said that before of a refreshing of the mind. Mm-hmm. But that was the way I got it. Uh, and it made me think of like when we refresh mm-hmm. a page. Uh, so, Father, I thank you for that, of like a refreshing of Carolyn's thank mind. You, that everything would be updated, everything would be clear. Uh, Lord, that it, it would that she'll be able to to uh, recall and have the things that she needed at the right time, in the right moment, in the right understanding. Uh, Lord, that any clutter, any any places where she feels stuck, Lord, that there would be a release of those things so that she can uh, move forward as she needs to move forward, Lord. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's, thank that's you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. That's so interesting. Uh, a way of putting that. that I like that. Okay, yes, well, yeah. yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, you have a great week, sweetie, and good talking to you. You too. Same right. here. God bless. God bless you too, sweetie. All right, nine one nine two nine two. Um, I read this to Aquila. Yes, it is. Hello, how are you, Janet? Oh, I'm good. How are you tonight, sweetie? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Good, good, good. Good, good. Anything you wanted to share tonight? Anything on your heart? I'm just thankful. You know, we just, Thanksgiving is over now, but we still got to be thankful each and every day, you know. I just, I'm thankful because situations could be um, worse or bad, but I thank God for the challenges. I thank God for everything. I'm just thankful. I'm in a good place, and I'm thankful. Good, good, good. Me too. I am too, girl. And thankfulness is a huge thing because it's, you know, gratitude to the Lord. It it just opens us up to... uh, it pleases God. It pleases God, and it opens us up to blessing. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Shaquilla, and, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for her letting her light shine, and Lord, for her uh, her voicing her gratitude to the Lord. Lord, her voicing uh, the blessings that in her life, Lord, and not only recognizing it, but Lord, uh, announcing it to others. Lord, helping other people to uh to become aware 
of the blessing of God and the goodness of God, Lord, that so many times people, uh, they're not even aware that God is looking out for them and that God is helping them and that God is blessing them. Uh, If they've not been made, uh, if they don't have that kind of teaching, they've never been enlightened or they've never had that, uh, they've never been awakened that part of their life, they've never been awakened in their mind or in their even in their spiritual sight to see and understand that God is, is with them and helping them. You know, the word says it rains on the just and the unjust. And so th- there are people, you know, there are people that don't yet belong to the Lord that still receive blessings from the Lord, you know, because God is a good God and God is is always wanting people to become aware of how good he is. You know, Jesus died for us before, you know, none of us were saved. There was no, no one was saved when Jesus died. You know, he died for us when we were yet sinners, you know. And so, but there's so many that don't realize that God is working on their behalf, you know, and they may not know God at all. They may even, some of them may even proclaim that God doesn't, doesn't exist or they hate God or, or some people wrongly think that God has done things against them or their family. But I see the Lord using you to share with others, to become aware, because you share your testimony and, and help others to see uh, that God's working all the time, you know, that God's blessing us all the time. And even the little things that we take for granted, you know, of just even waking up every morning or um you know, rain on our gardens, sunshine on us, just so many things that it's the goodness of God. And the word says it's the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. It's not the hellfire and brimstone sermons. It's not the, uh, you know, turn or burn, any of that. And that's not to say that when we preach, you know, teach the Bible, we teach all of it for sure. But the word says it's the goodness of God that brings man to repentance. And it's them knowing that God loves them. It's them knowing that God has a plan for their life and that he cares about them and that he's very intimately and uh, closely, he's involved in every little thing, that he knows even the hairs on their head. But I see the Lord using you to help people that are not aware of God's goodness, that God is working around their life and that God is is very intricately involved that he's not just God up there in heaven somewhere that's looking down on the earth with his arms crossed like, well, you know, waiting to hit us with a lightning bolt in the head. But helping people to understand that even some of those little things that they take for granted, that God loves them and God is showing his grace and his mercy in their lives and his love in their lives. And your life being... Uh, your life being a testimony to them, but with your words, with your mouth, helping people to understand and to know and, you know, voicing your gratitude to the Lord, voicing the things that you've seen God do. And it's, and I just see helping make others aware that really may not have ever even thought about it. Uh, There's a whole lot of this younger generation Many of them have never even stepped foot in a church. And that's sad to say here in the United States, but it's the truth. There are many young people that have never been to church a day in their life that that maybe they've heard a little of the gospel message here and there or maybe what they heard wasn't even correct, you know. Uh, 
that need to hear, that need to know that there's a God that loves them and that there's a God that is involved in every day of their life. And it's not about rules and regulations. It's about uh, it's about destiny and love and calling and purpose and protection and all the good things that God is and the wisdom that comes. And yes, there's there's growth and there's challenges. You know, there's when you become a Christian, it doesn't take away the the challenges. More than likely, you're going to have have more. You know, you get you get when you become a Christian, you get more warfare than you had before. But God has equipped us and He shows us teaches us how to, to, to fight and how to be warriors for God and how to, uh, to grow in God and be the victorious children of God that we truly are, that we, we fight from victory and not for victory. But it, it's an exciting life and it's an exciting calling. And I just see God using you uh, more as opportunity comes, as the opportunity is there, God giving you the boldness to uh, to talk to people and the opportunities, the opportunities to share with others and and make them aware. You know, you prob- you're going to have opportunities to pray the sinner's prayer with people too uh, and help people to come to know the Lord. But what I'm mainly saying about that is like helping people become aware that God is at work in their lives and that God is there and that God is working, that he does care about them. And that he's involved in even the smallest little details of their life, just like he's been involved in the smallest details of your life, that he is in theirs too. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for Shaquilla's light shining, Lord, shining for you, and Lord, that you're using her in beautiful ways that will change lives, that she will see, uh, Lord, even the fruit of her labor. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for using her even as an evangelist, Lord, in those ways. That sometimes we think of an evangelist as just going from church to church and doing the big meetings. But, Lord, that you use us as witnesses and evangelists in every phase of life, on the job and, and Lord, around friends and acquaintances and kin folks, Lord, that you use us in all of those places. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for that. And, Lord, I thank you for using Shaquilla in beautiful ways. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. That was a beautiful prayer. I thank God. I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. I just thank God for his mercy. I thank God for his grace. I thank God for his love. I could go on and on all night. I just yeah. thank him. He's so marvelous. Yes, He's so he marvelous. is. Though. Yes, he is. Me too. There's just an endless list of how good the Lord is. Yeah. All right. Well, sweetie, you have a great week, and thank you for calling in. Thank you for waiting. You as well. You be blessed. Continue to be blessed, and I pray, you know, God's protection, God's blessings over your life, and just God will take you to the next level in him, and I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, and I receive it. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. God bless. Okay. All right. Make sure I don't lose my place here. All right. 817 894. I believe this is Lori. 
Yes, ma'am. Hi, Miss Jeannie. How are you, sweetie? Hadn't heard from you in a while. <laughs> it has been a little while. I'm good. It thank has. you. Yeah. Well, good to have you tonight. Glad to, glad to have you, and thank you for waiting. Thank you. So, anything on your heart tonight you're wanting to share, a testimony or anything like that? Oh, not in particular tonight. All righty. All right. Well, let's just pray for you. Father, I thank you for Lori. And, and Father, I thank you, Lord. Uh, Lord, how it's just like I see you. And I know we just had Thanksgiving. It's like I see you with, with hands that I see you like your hands preparing meals. Uh, and this may or may not be natural meals. It, it may it may well be natural meals. But I, I see you uh, feeding others, nurturing others. I see you... Um, just with, with love in your heart, the, the love of God, just preparing, preparing meals for others. Um, just the, the labor of your hands in helping others and, and feeding others. And I see a smile on your face as you do it, that it's a, such a rewarding thing to you. It's something that brings joy to your heart, uh, a warmness to your heart. And just you have a nurturing, you have a nurturing nature to you. It, it's just a, like a mother nature, and there, you know, we can be, uh, now I'm not a mother in the natural, we can be a mother in the natural, we can be a grandmother such as that, but there, there are also many that are mothers in the spirit, they're spiritual mothers that, that will help nurture uh, others spiritually uh, and be like a mother in the spirit. You know, you'll be, um, be one that, that just encourages others and, and, like it's there for them to talk to, there for them to call, there for them to pray with them. Uh, and a spiritual mother many times is not going to be that much different than a, than a natural mother in that sense of loving someone and caring for them and being, being available to share your time. You know, and that's one of the most special things that anybody can do for us is give their time. You know, that's... Amen. That's... You know, when when we when we're growing up and we're children, I think the ones that we remember the most are the people that gave us their time. It's not always who gave us the biggest birthday gift or the biggest Christmas gift. It's it's not always uh, the one that said the you know gave us the biggest hug, but it's the people that shared their time with us. That, that left that lasting impression on our lives and on our hearts. Those are the ones, you know, that's, those are the ones that we remember. Those are the ones that we hold dear to our heart because they had that impact, because they shared their lives. They shared their time. When, when someone shares their time with you, they're sharing their life with you. And, and I, I just, you know, I see you like as, as, a, as a mother sharing your time with others and them cherishing it so much. That you know, honoring you as a mother in that sense, and but honoring the fact that you took time for them, that you cared enough, you cared enough to take your time. You know, because we live in a busy world now. Everybody is like going to and fro, and it, it just seems like we all keep lives anymore that are just filled with more than enough quote quote activities, uh, whether it's making a living or keeping a place or. Uh, people that have children, the kids are in so many different uh, various sports and things like that now, uh, the, so much more than when we were when I was growing up. But that's your time being so valuable uh, 
and God using you at times, God using you to share your time with others and them. I see the gratitude in their hearts. I see a huge gratitude in the hearts of others of you taking that special time with them, whether it's encouraging them or, or you know, taking them in your car somewhere that, you know, when they don't have a ride or they need a ride or they need to go back and forth to the doctors, but taking your time and sharing your life in that way. Um, and, and a selflessness in that way because you have a concerned heart and a caring heart. But, Father, I just I thank you, Lord, for Lori, that you have put that nurturing spirit within her. She has that nurturing heart that's just about her. And, Father, that she goes about your business. And, Lord, she doesn't always realize that she's doing your business, but she has so many times. Uh, she may think that she's tending to her business and that she's tending to her job or, or family members. But, Lord, when in truth, she's going about your business. And, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for blessing her home and blessing her family, Lord. Uh, Lord, that you do hear her prayers. Lord, you do those things that concern her, Lord, that you are very aware of them. Lord, and that I, I just see like the, the comfort of God coming to you, that he, those those people that you're concerned about, those people that, that uh, you worry about some, that God is very aware of them. And I just see him, sense him like putting his arms around you and comforting you about them, that he knows every situation and that he knows everything that's going on. And that his His care, I'm not going to say his concern because God doesn't, he doesn't worry about things. We worry about things some, you know, we'll let things, uh, I won't say upset us, but concern us. It's just the best way to say it, that, he doesn't, the Lord doesn't worry because he knows, you know, he knows everything that's going on and he knows that he's God. You know, he's God. He can change every situation in an instant. And even when they're going through through difficult times, whether they're going through difficult times with their health and stuff, that he's there. You know, God just knows the beginning from the end and he loves us and he's with those that we love. You know, he loves them more than we do. And sometimes that can seem hard to think that, you know, that there's someone that we love that we think, oh, God, but God loves them even more than we do. But he does. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't understand that level of love, honestly, till we get to heaven. But, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for blessing Lori. And, and, Lord, blessing her comings and her goings. Um, Lord, connecting her every place that she needs to be connected, Lord. And even if there are some new connections ahead of her, Lord, that you'll bring those together in the appropriate time and in the perfect time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. And that's so good, yes. And I do um, remind myself often that, you know, God loves, (laughs) loves this person or that person or that person more than I do because I'm like, might be getting frustrated or or so concerned about someone that that I work with and and I know needs so much help and I, I just feel struggling you know with them and I'll just remind myself you know um, you know God I know I know you've got this person just 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 you know let me know what I need to do what I need to do to be you know you know the feet on the ground for you the you know, 
the words, the you know, give them to me, you know, whatever it is. Um, and sometimes it's just, like you say, just listening, just sitting there being with them. And, um, um, but that is big for me because it can get, it can get a little, um, overwhelming sometimes when you, you have a lot of people that you, you know, you want to help and, but you, I just, Gotta remember, God's in charge, and He's so much bigger. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We can't, you know, we can't, we can't carry, you know, we can't carry the burdens, and and uh, things can become overwhelming, and, and we just have to turn it over to the Lord, and you know, and say, God, I'll, I'll do what You want me to do, and, and um, speak the words that You mm-hmm. give them, but always to know that they're in His hands and they're in His care. And that, you know, God's the one working in, in their lives. And sometimes he has to take people through the process to uh, to change their hearts and things. You know, there, there's sometimes yeah. there's a process to go through that that we would like to go around it if we could. You know, we, we would like to yeah. work that, you know. Uh, sometimes right. that would be nice even for our own lives. But, but uh, yeah. God knows that there are times when the process has got to be made complete. So. You know, thank God we don't Amen. have to carry it. Yeah. We might have to be involved, Amen. but we don't have to carry it. So thank the Lord. Yes. And just trust in him. Trust in right. him. Right. Well, is there anything thank in particular you. You. you wanted prayer about, sweetie? No, no, not tonight. That was just wanting to connect. So thank you. Okay. Well, thank you. And thank you for calling. Thank you so much. God bless. Uh-huh. All right, two five one three four two. Let's see, I'm losing my spot here. Uh, okay, there I am. All right, I think there's Latrice. Hello. Hello. Two five one three four two. Hey, Jenny, this is Latrice from Alabama. Yes, ma'am. You got a little bit of static on your end. Uh, I can hear you, but but I'm, I'm, there is a little static there. But uh, all right, all right. Well, is there anything that you were wanting to share tonight, or anything on your heart? Hey, you're going in and out. I don't know. Yeah, I, okay. uh, but I'm calling that you pray as the Lord allows. I have unspoken prayer requests as well. And uh, ask that you join in and pray for the people that are on my prayer list. Okay. Okay. Well, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Latrice, Father, and all of those that, Lord, that you have, have given to her. Lord, all of those that are that are involved in her life and a part of her life and, and those that she cares about and loves. Uh, and, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you've called her as an atmosphere changer. Lord, you've called her uh, to call those things that be not as though they were. Lord, you have called her, um, Lord, as, as one to stand upon the authority of the word of God. Lord, those things as they appear, Lord, that, that you are the one that can change, Lord, that you can change all of that. Lord, uh, Latrice, and I've gotten this for you before but that God has really called you to uh, 
to call forth those things that be not as though they are, to, to, to really call into being through the word of God, to stand upon your faith and, and really declare and decree the word of God and see things change. Uh, as and I, I gave Greg this earlier, that, that we live by faith and not by sight. And to be able to, by faith in your heart, to, to look beyond what you see with your eyes and to see it different. To be able to already, and that's a whole, that's a big part of faith, is to actually be able to see it different, to see ourselves different. You know, I've heard Randy's, you know, talk about, you know, when he was young, he could see himself preaching. You know, he would talk about, you know, preach. I think he was talking about riding a tractor or something, that he would, he would, would or crawling up on the grain bin, and that he would get up on that crank, uh, grain bin and would preach. He could already see himself preaching. You know, and that's a big part, whether it's being healed, uh, you know, whether it's being married and having having a, a mate and a family and those sorts of things, that we begin to see it and it becomes so real to us and it's more real than what than what we're seeing with our natural eyes that we already, it, that, that faith level comes up to where it's like it it cannot be denied. You know, we cannot deny the faith that's within our heart because it's like I see it. I know I'm healed. I know I'm healed. Or I, if you're believing for a loved one, it's like I know, Lord, that they're healed. I see them healed. Lord, I can see them healed. That we can envision it to the point, uh, see it to the point that it becomes a reality in our hearts. Uh, and then we can call those things that be not as though they were and in, in, in stand in a, in a faith that's, that's unmoving. You know, I went Amen. through a time one time that, that, uh, that every day I would say, declare, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And then I started to see all of the little things in life that, I, that were a blessing. You know, and some things, maybe, maybe everyone wouldn't have looked at it and said, I'm blessed, but I would, I would, I would look for the things about it that were a blessing and, and, and changed the way I thought about, you know, worked on changing the way I thought about it until it, it actually started changing my heart, you know, that I was meditating on the word. I was medit- not just meditating on the word, but I mean envisioning it, 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 applying it to real life to where, boom, the, the day came that it was like my heart was changed. My heart was changed. And I felt it, you know, inst- you know, I mean, woke up one morning feeling that just that pure joy manifest within me of I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And, and seeing the blessing of God uh, like just a, a, a transformation in the way I saw things, a transformation in the way I, I thought and to where it finally, like it takes root in our spirit. And it, sometimes it may take, whether it's, you know, I heard uh, uh, Joyce Meyer, you know, she had been uh, abused by her father as a young lady and growing up and said she spent a whole, I think she said a year, a year and a half saying, God loves me, God loves me, God loves me. And she might say it to herself 20 times a day because she had that image of a father that molested her. And so she had to, in her spirit, in her mind, she had to change that image of who, who a father was. So she was like, God loves me, God loves me, God loves me, till it finally took root in her, in her spirit, 
in her heart. It took, it took root in her heart so that her heart came into alignment with her spirit of God loves me to where it that uh, that abusive father, uh, the, the feelings of an abusive father, till that finally fell off of her. And the same mm-hmm. thing is applies in so many parts of life that we just decree the word and we decree it and we start to apply it. We start to see it and apply it in our life. Uh, and it's seeing it in you know seeing it in our imagination, seeing it in our in our in our mind, seeing it till it starts to really take root into our heart, and then it's like the manifestation comes forth. Then we see the the changes. The, the changes come forth in reality, in life, in 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 the natural. We see things come forth, you know, and it has to change. You know, it has to change on the inside of us many times before we see it come change in the natural realm. God does sovereignly do things at times, yes. But more often it will be uh, you know, we grab hold of things with our faith and decree it and declare it and we and we continue until it changes on the inside of us and then our our heart comes into alignment with our spirit and then finally our soul is changed. Our our uh, our mind is renewed in that. But we see great things happen when our heart comes into alignment with our spirit that already knows the truth. And God has really called you. I just see that God has really called you to a, a faith realm, a faith walk. Uh, he's called you to be like an atmosphere changer. Uh, just a, a, you know, it's just like I see like a, like a, would be like a, a, a gift of faith, a great faith working through your life uh, and seeing the wonderful manifestations uh, in your life and in the life of others, God using you in wonderful ways, just in ministry ways like that, in in life ways. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Latrice, and Father, I thank you, Lord, that you know everything that's upon her heart. You know every need that's in her life and the lives of others that she loves and that she cares about. She stands for. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for just using her to decree and declare and the uh, to stand in a faith, Lord, that's unshakable. That's not us trying to, not us trying to have more faith. You know, some people will be like, oh, if I can have enough faith. But that really, that uh, that transforming faith, Lord, that comes through seeing it, seeing it, seeing us healed, seeing us, uh, seeing us married, seeing us, uh, Lord, our finances, seeing ourselves. Lord, prosperous, seeing our family members saved, seeing family members healed, Lord, all of those things, seeing a promotion in our jobs, Lord, all of those things, Lord, of decreeing and declaring your word that we're the head, not the tail, we're above and not beneath, we are blessed and not cursed, and knowing, Lord, that we're yours, we're children of the living God, we're children of the King. And so, Father, I just thank you for it, and I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 I thank you, Jenny. I decree the blessings of the Lord on you as well. Thank you, ma'am. I receive it. Amen. And you have a blessed night. You too, hon. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for waiting. Okay, hon. Let me see here. 
Alright, right, four oh five nine three four. Hello. This is Autumn. Hi, Autumn. Let me write your number down right quick. The numbers are moving around and I'm I'm losing my spot a little bit. Well, thank you for calling in, Autumn, and uh, thank you for waiting. Is there anything in particular you wanted to share tonight or a, a testimony or anything on your heart? Oh, nothing, nothing tonight, no. Okay. Well, let's just pray. Father, I, I thank you, Lord, for Autumn. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, that, that, Lord, he has chosen, he has called, Lord, that you have, uh, Lord, that you have, it's like I said, the Lord is like, I see like the Lord taking you by the arm and like pulling you aside, pulling you aside. Uh, and the word, you know, and I was talking earlier tonight when I was talking about the message to him about how the Lord separates us unto himself. And, you know, sometimes just the beginning, the Lord pulls us aside and we will feel, sometimes we will, places where we felt that we fit in before or that we felt comfortable with before, when the Lord starts to pull us aside and begins to, to really speak to us and, and uh, to share with our hearts that he's got other things for us. He's got different ones. We'll start to feel, sometimes we'll start feeling like, you know, I don't feel like I fit in as much as I did with these people. Or I'll, uh, you know, we'll, maybe we'll start to, to lose, sometimes we'll start to lose an interest. You know, the people and the places that we've been going and been around, sometimes it's like, you know, we start losing interest. It's like, you know, I'm just not as interested in being here as I used to or, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, like, like I said, don't feel like I belong here as much as I did. This feels like it's a part of my past, not a, not a part of my present. Uh, and it's like when God's getting ready to move us and to move us around, and it can be spiritually and naturally, that it's like we will feel uh, a discomfort where we are, and sometimes we'll feel uh, and uh, dissatisfied. But more, most of the time, it's going to be like a discomfort or just that feeling of, of, you know, I've been around these people all the time, or maybe I've been at this job, I've been at this church, but, but where I've been in my life, it doesn't feel like it fits me anymore. And we start, you know, God, it, you know, it's almost like God a lot of little fire under us to start inquiring of him and start searching for him and start, you know, looking for that place of where is it that I fit, you know? These people, this used to feel like it fit, and it doesn't feel like it fits anymore. And so it's like I just see the Lord like taking you by the arm and kind of pulling you aside. And sometimes when he does that, he's warning us to start searching for him, to start searching for him in a greater degree and saying, God is, you know, what are we up to, Lord? Are you, are you, what changes are you wanting to make? You know, I mean, it can be many things. It can be the job. It can be your friend circle. It can be where you live. It can be the church you go to. Uh, it can be any number of things, and it may be all of those things. But, uh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Autumn, Lord, that, that Lord, that you're calling him unto yourself, Lord, that you're, you're tugging on him, Lord, and that you're tugging on him to, uh, to call on you in a greater way, to, to come to know uh know more of you, to know, to broaden, Lord, just like to broaden his understanding, to broaden his wisdom, to broaden his, like, uh, to broaden his space. Father, you know, the word talks about the Lord enlarging our tents. 
you know, like he he adds to uh, adds to our adds to our uh, uh, how do you put it? Add, adds to our 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 area. You know, he he gives us a you know like if you're a person that does sales, a traveling sales, you know, you might have an area, and then as you're doing good, that they give you a broader area. They'll they'll give you several. Like if you've been in one town, they say, okay, you're going to take it in two more towns that you go to. Like God, God broadening your area. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for autumn, Lord, and just that awareness, of God, of of movement within you, with you, and being that willingness, Father, to move with you. Just as the children of Israel, they had to move with the cloud by day uh, and the fire by night. It says they followed the cloud. During the day, the Lord would move them to different parts, you know, of of the of the desert. He would move them, and they had to follow that cloud. And, you know, we have to be willing as we feel the Lord tugging on us, as we feel that uh, that that feeling like we've been maybe displaced, that we not, like that, like that feeling of like, I don't feel like I fit here anymore. This doesn't quite feel the same as it did. And we feel that little discomfort that we go to the Lord and we, and we ask the Lord, you know, Lord, what... Where are you trying to move me? What are your, what's the changes you're trying to make in me? Uh, sometimes God is even making changes in our belief system. But as far as that discomfort, it's usually a natural, uh, a natural change that he's trying to make with us. You know, like I said, another church, another job, a different, uh, live in a different place, uh, a different friend group. That God starts pulling, pulling us out. And, and then it's, it's, once he starts, sometimes it almost lights a fire under us that that discomfort, uh, it increases. Now, I've been through that with the Lord uh, um, numerous times. At, at first, I didn't recognize it. The first time it happened, uh, we were going to church, a place we had been for a long time, for several years. And we noticed this discomfort. My husband and I both, we noticed this discomfort. It started feeling, it started not feeling like home to us anymore. It started not feeling like we're, you know, where, what we had felt before and it was like we started getting more and more uncomfortable and then finally it started feeling like we didn't we didn't want to go you know Sunday morning we'll come, it's like we didn't want to go and we used to have loved it and finally had a lady that didn't even hardly didn't really even know us gave us a prophetic word and said the Lord is trying to move y'all to a different church she said I she said I don't usually give words like this she said but the Lord's trying to move y'all and then we understood well after we had gone through that then we got to the point that we could recognize when God was moving us around, and not just churches, but other things. You know, we, we began to, one thing, it opened our minds and our hearts to that of realizing that, oh, God does move us around. You know, God moves you around. It's not always just, uh, okay, I need a different job, or okay, I need a different house, that God literally ordains and moves us around for not only our good, but sometimes for the good of others. You know, he, he moves us around according to his desire. Uh, and so once our hearts were open to that, then we began to understand when we felt those things, okay, God's, God's getting ready to make some changes in life. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for Autumn and, and just uh, opening up, just broadening him to really perceive and understand and to know, Lord, as when you're wanting to make changes in him and changes in his life and changes in his surroundings, Lord, that, that he's going to be uh, perceptive to that. He's, going to, he's not only going to uh, perceive it but understand it, 
Lord, and be willing to move with you because it'll be for his blessing and it'll be for his good. Uh, Lord, and it'll, it'll bring him great peace as he moves with you in life. So, Lord, I just thank you for him and I speak a blessing over his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything in particular you wanted prayer about before I let you go? Um, just a just breakthrough. That's about it. Breakthrough. Okay. Well, Lord, we just thank you, Father, for for breakthroughs in Autumn's life, Lord. That the things that He has desired in His heart, the things He has prayed about, those things that You have for Him, Lord that every barrier be broken, Lord, that he begins, he see the fruit of his labor, Lord, that he see the answers to his prayers, Lord, and those things that you have for him, Lord, that that, there, that nothing can hold it back and nothing can hinder it, Lord, that he see the manifestation, Lord, those things that, that you have put in his heart, or those things that uh, are your desires for his life, Lord, that everything come forth in its proper time and that nothing but nothing can stop it, Lord. As long as he's, Lord, he moves forward with you, Lord, that you are with him and for him. And, Lord, that your, your heart for him never changes. Lord, that you love him with an everlasting love. And, Lord, that he is a blessed man because he's yours. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Good night. Well, thank you, everyone, for calling in and for all those that waited. I've got several that didn't have their hands up, but I'm I'm out of time tonight. But I just want to speak a blessing over each and every one and just uh, thank you and God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.